welcome to Before the Bid, your connection to some of the world's best livestock sales. Stay tuned as your host, Andy Howe, takes you coast to coast, stopping along the way to talk with producers about their operation, their livestock, and of course, their upcoming sales. Let's get to it. Welcome, livestock friends, to this Before the Bid. And on this one, we are going to Moreland, Indiana, and we're going to talk to a family that we have talked to before. So we have another repeat guest here on Before the Bid, and we appreciate those. And I uh, had a lot of fun with this family last year, and we've actually been up there to see these cattle. We went last year. Uh, I believe we went the year before as well. And also this year, we went up there. We were up there at Labor Day weekend. So we have actually laid eyes on these cattle and what a nice set this family has brought to you again this year this sale is going to be on september the 19th is when it's going to close down and it is going to be on willoughby livestock sales wlivestock.com and so you can look this sale up it is the no fooling sale in moreland indiana and on the phone with us tonight we have the jesters we have wayne jester and he decided hey we've got to have one of the bosses here of his we've got to have haley on here as well so wayne and and haley want to welcome you guys to the podcast well, thank you very much. We really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Uh, we appreciate you hosting us as we were up there over the Labor Day weekend and, and looking through these cattle. And uh, what a nice set you guys brought. I remember the, the first time we came up there to look through some of those sale cattle and, and last year. And you guys have made quite a few changes around there. Keep trying to do a little bit of improvement every year. Keep up with the kids. Right. <laughs> right. They come home with ideas all the time, that's for sure. You've had to expand that barn quite a bit as well. Yeah, we've added on really just to have room for the kids' 4-H projects and then to have a little bit of space to go and do some sale lots and just have some more room to work. Right. What did you guys add in there, six or seven more pins? Is that right? Yes, six more pins. Okay. Well, good. I'm a good counter, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) what a nice place you have there for the sale cattle and for the kids livestock project with the the nice individual pins and nice runs outside and uh got the the new pipe gates up there why uh that's a really really nice place well thank you very much it is working real well for us yeah just a nice little barn to show cattle out of and uh, you can tell you guys do a nice job of keeping it up and keeping it clean and, and ready for guys to come look at these sale cattle. And, uh, yeah, Haley Haley met us at the door, and she brought the paper out, and she said, here you go, this is what the cattle are, and, and Joyce there as well. And Wayne, I think you were showing cattle. You guys have had quite a few guys stop by already. It has been a steady stream of traffic. We've had really good traffic this year, a lot of new faces. That's been a good thing. Right. Have you guys done some different advertising and things over the years? We've tried some different things. Worked with Shorthorn Country. We've done a little bit with Indiana Beef. Done some different email style things. And now working with a podcast. Right. This is a little new for us, but we got through it last year and we decided that we wanted to try to improve it this year. Right. Well, that's great. So the podcast, and that's growing, and, and also on Walton Webcasting as well. So hopefully uh, going to help you get this sale out there and, and get the name out there even more. We hope so. 
And you guys, before I go too far, let's tell a little bit of history there of the Jester Farms and how did everything get started and how you kind of got up to where you guys are now. Well, we're working on the fourth generation here with Haley on the line here tonight. We got started in the shorthorn business with my grandpa giving each one of the grandkids a calf. Mm-hmm. You get started with their 4-H project when they were old enough to be in 4-H. At the time, it happened that me and my brother both ended up, my brother got a shorthorn heifer and I got a shorthorn steer. Mm-hmm. So that's how we kind of ended up in the shorthorn business. And then throughout high school and into first couple years of college, I worked for Steve Taylor, who is south of Moreland at the time and had Taylor Family Farms. So grew up working with them and then naturally would go over to Modoc and buy heifers from time to time off of Randy and Brian Tate's. Mm-hmm. So that's how we kind of got into the shorthorns and then... When I went to college and my brother went to college, dad kind of went commercial and was just raising feeder calves. I came back after college and a few years of working and then started working back trying to get back to pure blood and more seed stock style of operation. Mm -hmm. As the kids got older, then we started picking up a little bit more of the showing and that kind of took off with them. They really enjoyed it. It has consumed a lot more of our time than what it used to. <laughs> right. Right. I can understand that. What You've got three of them in showing. Yes. Okay. If you would, introduce and, and tell us a little bit. Of, let's start with the queen bee there. Haley is working with the sail calves mm-hmm. coming in the barn, and she pretty much takes it from there. Mm-hmm. Does all of the washing, working the hair. Then as soon as we get them regulated, starts doing the feeding. And most of the time what I do is just end up doctoring them and filling in where I'm needed. Mm-hmm. Lindsay this year has been working with Haley a lot on washing and blowing them out and working the hair. Mm-hmm. She takes it from when they're broke and pretty much runs it all the way through the sale. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that's sale barn manager. Ryland had a steer again this year, showed that steer through Beef Congress and a few jackpot shows early season and then shut it down and went junior nationals and then county fair and then state fair at the end of the season with him. Mm-hmm. Did very well. Ended up winning junior nationals with him. Right. That was pretty exciting for the whole family out in Kansas City this year. Oh, absolutely. Champion Shorthorn Plus, is that right? Shorthorn Plus steer. Yeah, and how how tough is that show? Uh, and the, the Shorthorn Pluses and how hot they're getting. They had, I think, 42 head there this uh-huh. year. So it was a fairly decent sized show for the Shorthorn Plus steers. Right. Yeah, it was real exciting. Pretty well set the stage for the entire summer. <laughs> Absolutely. So he had a lot of fun this year out of him. Right. Yeah, that sounds like a great summer with him. Then Lindsay showed a heifer throughout the whole year. One of the heifers we raised, it, did, it was a May heifer, and actually won her class at Junior Nationals and was really excited about that. That was pretty big deal for her out there then, too. So, right, especially one that you guys have raised. Yes. Right, that's awesome. 
and then Haley on her cornerstone heifer from Jason Newcomb. We worked with her. She did pretty decent on the early jackpot shows. The heifer kind of got a little bit away from us. And then it, we got her dialed back in for our state fair. Mm-hmm. And it ended up division four champion at the state fair. Awesome. She's also just got her, her learner's permit. Yeah. So we've been working through that one too. Now we've got somebody else that can drive and feed and move cattle between the pastures and do a little bit more work around here. So that's that has helped out tremendously also here in the last part of the summer. Well, that's great. Yeah, you got her driving truck and trailer then? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, she can handle that. Good deal. Well, tell us about the anchor of the family. Tell us about Joyce. Switched jobs this past year, so she's been in a new job all this year in logistics. Uh huh. Works from home most of the time. She'll go into the, they have an office on the other side of Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. She'll go in every couple of weeks to spend a day in the office, but most of the time works from here. Global account manager. Yeah. Is what her title is, and it's a new adventure for her, and she's really enjoying it. Well, that's great. Keeping everything straight here. Right, but gets to mostly work from home, so that's got to be a great thing. And so she can keep everybody in line around there. Yes, she thinks <laughs> it is. And then when we call up and tell her to go do something, she reminds us that she has a job being at <laughs> home. So <laughs> Now, Wayne, you do some row crop yourself. A little bit, yes. Okay. Just enough, really, to support cattle. Okay. So is, is that what you do mainly then, is you do the row crop and then and then you run cattle? You guys feed some cattle, right? Yeah, a little bit. Feed a few out. Um, they'll do a little bit of freezer beef and then sell a few calves, but trying to keep everything in check and not get too out of hand. That's awesome. Sounds like you guys had a great summer, and that continues on from last summer. With you guys being the, the premier breeder at the 2021 Indiana State Fair. Yes, tried to keep it going, and you know it's hard to go year after year and just keep things rolling and keep the improvement going. Right. You guys saw some of that come back in last year's sale, as, as you guys had a really nice sale last year. Had a really good sale, put cattle in six states. Wow, awesome. And about half of those cattle showed, half of them went on just to become seed stock. Mm-hmm. A very good mix. We had quite a few pictures of success stories throughout the summer coming back from the calves so it's a real good feeling we've got a lot of repeat customers that have already been back through uh, the barn already this year so mm-hmm. see how things go do you have some of those success stories from from those cattle that you want to tell us about Addy for Lee in Washington County was third overall with a heifer at the county fair mm-hmm Went on to show at the state fair later that year, did very well there. And they're actually thinking about taking the heifer to Louisville. So we'll see if that continues on this fall. But they did quite a bit of jackpot showing down southern Indiana this spring. And they had a lot of fun with that heifer. And I lots through last year's sale. Right. Yeah, I got to see that heifer a couple of times. Seth, Seth and I are, are pretty good friends and, and fellow ag teachers, and so uh, we got to see that heifer quite a bit. Yeah, she's really, really nice. Any others anywhere that had some success? The Turner family in Kentucky had a heifer. I was trying to sit here and think about what lot number she was, but he did well throughout the early part of the season, too. 
at lot six in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. She showed early, did very good for the lot family. Right. Well, good deal. So you guys have, have seen some success from some of those that have left? You know, if you guys are raising them good enough to win classes at Junior Nationals, why uh, they should come look and check them out. Very much so. We'd appreciate show anybody through the cabs that would like to come look. Now, you guys do have a few guest consigners this time in this sale. Usually, it's your cattle that you're selling, but but this time you have a few of them come in. If you would, why don't you tell us uh, about those guys that are bringing some of those lots in? We've been talking to Bill Fugit and Colfax for the last couple of years, and he had been wanting to do something, really know what he wanted to do. And we'd had quite a bit of discussion, and we were down where we felt on pure blood heifers. Mm-hmm. So earlier this spring, we went up and talked through his calves with him and picked out a few, and we brought three heifers down from Bill's house. Mm-hmm. Had a family, a Dan McComb in Gaston, Shadeland Farms. Mm-hmm. He had looked us up in Kentucky uh, two years ago, and we'd been talking with him also. A very good shorthorn herd up in Gaston, and uh, had been just taking his calves and selling them like up at Chipshawana as a group of calves. And he's wanting to do some other things with his, but once again, didn't know where the next step would be. Mm-hmm. We went up and we brought a heifer back from Gaston then too. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited about working with both those. And then we've started dabbling in the Angus for a couple of years now, and we've just put two Angus in our sale and Joe Kleine of Cattle Enterprises has brought a Angus heifer over this year. So we've got two pure blood Angus in the sale, mm-hmm. which is something different for us also. Right. Right. Yeah. A couple of different angles this year. And even though we didn't have the heifers that we thought we should have ourselves, it's opened up a couple of different avenues for us that we're pretty excited about. Right. Right, and they brought some really good lots that we're going to get through here in, in just a minute. It really improved the position we were in. We really feel good about the offering we've got and, and what they've allowed us. They've trusted in us to take care of. Right. Got to be a good feeling that, that they just brought them down and said, here you go, and uh, let's see what happens. Yes. Right. You know, we're real excited about that. Right. Well, Wayne, anything else we need to highlight before we get into these cattle? Not that I'm thinking of. Okay. Let's get into these cattle and let's talk about them. And again, uh, we were all up there over the weekend, over Labor Day weekend, got to lay eyes on these cattle. I've got your page. I'm I'm glad she gave me one. I almost needed another one. I got some notes down in here. Almost got this one full. So look forward to talking through these cattle with you again. It is on Willoughby Livestock Sales and the sale date is on Monday, September the 19th is when it's going to close out. But you guys are having an open house before that as well. Our open house this year is on Saturday the 17th. We will be here and open all day long, but we're putting the hours on the open house from 4 to 8. Primarily, we'll have food and social hour, and if anybody's wanting to stop by, take one last look at the calves and have supper that night, we'd appreciate the company. Right. And I can tell you guys firsthand, we stopped in there last year. I don't know exactly why we got to stop in there on the day of the open house, but what a nice spread that is. And you guys do a very, very nice job of putting that on. So I would absolutely encourage anybody to go up there and check that out and look at the cattle and figure out what what it is that you want to do. 
Yes, very much so. Right. And you get Haley, she's going to meet you there at the door and bring you a paper and help you go through those. Yep. <laughs> well, Haley, I'm interested in, in hearing what you have to say about these cattle uh, as well as Wayne. And so uh, let's start into these cattle here for the No Fooling online sale on Willoughby Livestock Sales. You know, there's this thing that if you want to have issues with something, put them in a sale. You're exactly right. <laughs> We have a really nice looking roan, light roan heifer that we were going to start to sail off with. The Mona Lisa daughter of the same Mona Lisa 4135 that produced lot one and lot three and lot six last year. We got her in the sale, got her all ready to go, and came out one morning and her front leg swollen up, about the size of a softball. Worked through two rounds of treatments on her. And we're getting a little response out of it, of getting the swelling down. Not enough to be happy with. So she went to Purdue for a week and a half. And not the outcome we would have wanted, but it is the cattle business. Uh, You're exactly right. They worked at it for a week and a half and were unsuccessful at being able to cure her. So we had to pull her out of the sale. Okay. But we're going to add a few lots later on that we're going to get to. But yeah, one of those unfortunate things that uh, that you got to pull those. So let's lead into this lot two, unless you've got something else. Tag two is a F&S Ethel out of Byland Soggy Dog. And this is one of the heifers that comes to us from Bill Fugit. Just a, a really thick, deep-bodied heifer, really good and square off her back leg, lower hip. This heifer just offers a lot of depth, body, lower hip, and just very good rib shape, thick style of heifer. Yeah, and if you want one of those loud drones, why, uh, she'll fit that bill. The ethyl cow is about a frame score seven cow, so real average, moderate size cow. Mm-hmm. I think that the mating with violent soggy dog on this cow is going to be very attractive for somebody in the future. I think she's going to have a lot of friends here. Right. Absolutely. Haley, what's your thoughts on this one? I really think that this one kind of stands out out of most of the red ones that we have in the barn. This one's just kind of massive. She just kind of hits you different. Mm-hmm. She's not the tallest one we have. She still has enough body to make up for it. Right. Yeah, I thought she was really, really nice. One one of the things that I put on my notes that, that, that she didn't cover, she's got a few of those extras. I mean, she just kind of puts it all together really, really well. And I thought she was really, really nice in that bone work and that bone structure and, and just a little bit of extra hip. And uh, I just thought this one was really, really nice. Uh, she's really square from the ground up and moves real well. Absolutely. And in today's world, we got to have it, right? Yes. The lot three, she's a long look sired female. Yeah. And that CSF strawberry was a black raspberry red reward from Cornerstone Farms. Mm-hmm. So that cow would have been a seven eighths, which makes that heifer 15 sixteenths, which comes out pure blood. Okay. A really deep red color. One of the things we've gotten quite a bit is the people through think we've already dyed her, is how deep that red is. Mm-hmm. And she isn't, of course, but she does have a really nice uh, rib cage, 
really deep and massive, carries it real well. A little cleaner front end and just a little more attractive look to that front shoulder when she comes back through. And then she can set everything right down on the ground as well. Right. Haley, what's your thoughts on this march? I really think that her hair takes her a long way. Mm-hmm. She's very showy type in my mind. Right. She'll make a good cow, and I think she'll still do pretty well in the ring. Yeah, that strawberry cow, we're planning to flush back the same way. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put her in the donor program this fall. But we showed her in 2016, and we're real happy with the way that she turned out. Yeah, I know. We got a, quite a few marks on her. She's she's really really nice, and uh, I like just I just liked how powerful she was, and and how powerful she was in that hip, and how stout this one was. Yeah, really puts a lot of things together all the way through from the front to the back. Right. I like her coming off of that front end and that angle, that front shoulder, and all the way down through her front into her rib cage. Her lines and her angle just look real smooth. She's really good. Yeah. The lot four, we go back. We've got a light-colored body here on this. We've got a redneck, and I've got future written down on her. We think a lot of lot four. Lot four comes to us from Bill Fugit again. Mm -hmm. Jalisa Jane on back to Firestorm, and that's the Hillhaven Firestorm. Lisa Jane is a, a Alpha Cedar Yukon daughter. This heifer's got a lot of potential a lot of upside big top very correct the only thing she really gives up right now in my opinion is she's just a little younger mm -hmm. and when she catches up with these heifers she's got a nice big foot i think haley made the comment she moves like a cat mm -hmm. and then with being the redneck roan just an eye-catching color that is going to be hard. It's going to be hard to get around her once she starts putting some weight on and gets caught up. Right. Haley, you kind of want to keep this one around? I, I do. <laughs> She's high up on my list. From the day we unloaded her off the trailer, this has been the one that Haley had picked out. Well, Haley, what do you like so much about her? I just like the hair that she came on with. I've never really had to work her too hard. Be able to get this i just like from every single angle you look at her there's just something to ooh and ah over right hope that she figures out what a feed pan is and maybe give some pretty good potential right right now haley you're feeding them right you're feeding them in the sale barn there and so i'm gonna guess as you've watched this one come on here the last couple of weeks why she just keeps right on coming uh, yeah, she's slowly working at it. Right. Now, Haley, let's tell everybody, how old are you? You're 15, is that right? Yes, I'm 15. Okay. All right. So, uh, managing the show barn and on here talking about these cattle. So, just proud of her for that. But, but man, Haley, you got your hands on a good one right here. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, the lot five here. Let me uh, switch gears here. Lot five is a plus heifer. Yep. From the Lady Cow family. She is a JF Lady Cornerstone back to the Capitalist 316 bull. The Lady Cornerstone heifer was the one that won Beef Congress in 2014, won the Champion Shorthorn heifer. This calf 
probably reminds me the closest of the old shorthorn cow, the 1404. Very, very correct structure, long-bodied, big-legged, square to the ground, really does a good job. And where capitalists improved that lady heifer was through the front shoulders. He laid those front shoulders down a little bit more and they tuck in a lot better than what the shorthorn cow did. And then the solid black color. So I think that we really put something together here in this plus heifer. Absolutely, yeah. We got a, a February plus heifer that Haley, what's the story on her? She kinda just gets overlooked every now and then in my mind. Mm-hmm. She kinda grows on me. Mm-hmm. Every single time I walk into the barn, she's she just kinda pops out every now and then and She's really started to grow on me. She has pretty decent hair. Mm-hmm. She hardly ever gives you a bad look from the side. Right. Her feet down. She always gives that side profile look. And that's that's one of the things that remind me of the 1404 cow. Just seems like she's always on edge and always ready to, you know, that heads up, uh, that extended neck is out there just always on point mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of what we thought over I, th- I really like this female on the move uh when when we were up there looking at her and and put that down uh in my notes as well the lot six we've got a we go back purebred we got a march purebred here for this one. First of march heifer an irish danielle she is a level dale rebel back to irish ivy cow this heifer comes from shadeland farm shadeland farms in gaston they brought her down and we're really happy with her. She is a lot of outcross genetics from what we see come through here. She moves very smooth, little greener type heifer. She's got a lot of growth potential, nice long cannon bone. There's a lot of upside to this heifer and she's just now starting to put on a lot of rib and really taking off. And if somebody wanted to take a heifer that could be pushed right into the show season this would be that heifer real attractive red color got a little bit of white on her flank and she she brings a lot to the table and i was really excited about her just just with her genetics Mm -hmm. just out cross that you could take to just about any of the hot young herd sires in the shorthorn breed and make something work and not have to worry about it right Always like to have that versatile one, right? Yes. He brings it to the table. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, Haley, I I like how complete this one is. Yeah, she is a very docile kind of a heifer. Like, she'll be very, very calm in the, and out whenever I'm washing her or working her. But get up on, like, her head and stuff, she's not a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that. Someone that'll sit there and love on her for plenty of time, she'll get over it. Mm-hmm. She's very, very smooth with her ways, a very nice smooth through her top, and she just kind of fills in herself. Yeah, and that's that's where I kind of like that complete. She just kind of puts it all together. Mm-hmm. You say she's got a little bit about her head, so you would suggest somebody just be real easy about her and go slow about her and... And maybe if they've got a young one, have a parent work there with this one for just a little bit to get her used to youngsters. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I like that. That's good. And that's what happens when you're the show barn manager. 
uh, you get to do those kind of things, and and you know those kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. We'll move on to the lot seven here. We've got a, another Marge purebred female here, and I like this one as well. Another solid red heifer. This one is a Jungle's Bond Bull back to a Lehman Stock Farms Red Rose cow. Mm-hmm. And that Red Rose cow is actually a Dragstrom Boy Wonder sired by. So a little bit of outcross here as well. Has probably been one of the fastest heifers here in the last couple of weeks, turning everything on and getting it put together. Solid red color. She's real long, clean through the front end. Puts her feet down really well. Probably gets overlooked, just as Haley said on that lot five heifer. She probably gets overlooked just a little bit on the pure blood side through our sale with some of the other heifers. Doesn't have the deep red, has more of a lighter shorthorn red. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't stand out and catch them. But if you stand and study this heifer, she's very correct in her line through her top all the way down the back leg. Sets everything down very well and walks really smooth. Absolutely agree. Haley, you guys have a whole set of these cattle that can really move up and down these pins. Yeah, I think with lot seven, what dad said, she'll be kind of a sleeper through this on the purebred side because she gets easily overlooked. She has the fundamentals of everything that you want, mm-hmm. and she doesn't really have anything extra, but the more that you look at her, the more you think, man, she's just one heck of a heifer. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those it's hard to put a hole in. Right. You get down and start looking at her. If you had to fault her, she gets into a little flat hair, you know, just looks a little bit plain, but you get her combed up and blowed out and she can look pretty good. And she has been, like I said, coming along, getting hairing up and adding quite a bit of weight, probably one of the fast gainers here in the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's really nice. And I put that down on her as, as well. She's complete. I agree with you. She may lack a little bit of that wow factor right now, but but yeah, go to punch a hole in this one, and and it, you're gonna have a hard hard time trying to do it. We got some Angus in here this time. This is the first time you guys sold any Angus through this sale. It is, isn't it? Yes, it is. Lot eight is a Black Cat Bismarck heifer. He's out of the Black Cat Bismarck from SSF mm-hmm. on point. So this is a mating that when. Um, we bought the cow with Smith Farms with Mitchell Smith, and we've been flushing her to on point and had quite a bit of success the last couple of years with her. Jake Nichols has bought a heifer and moved it through a sale the last two years, and we had a full sieve two years ago that was reserve division at, at Angus Junior Nationals. Mm-hmm. Then this past year was reserve supreme heifer at Kansas AGR. Mm-hmm. So Jake's had extreme amount of success with this mating. Right. And this heifer just comes with an extended front end, just really balanced from front to back and puts it on a sound structure and just got a whale of rib shape to her. Right. I got to tell you, I had a guy send me a message. I don't know if it's been a week or so ago here from recording time. And he says, you need this one. 
yeah, I think she's pretty impressive for what we've been doing. And she reminds me a lot of the first heifer that went out that was reserve division for Jake in Kansas. And that front end through the front shoulders and just puts it together on the ground with enough power to keep her going. Right. Haley, I know you like the shorthorns, but working with these Angus, we're going to get you converted? Um, You might with her. <laughs> This is one that whenever we brought her into the barn, me and dad were on the line of either selling her or keeping her so I could dabble around in the Angus and maybe show her a little bit. But in the end, dad won and we had to put her in the sale. (laughs) Well, maybe we can find you another one. Hopefully. (laughs) Well, that's good. That's good. Good. Converting you guys over and, uh, I like that really well. So you got another one to work with here. You guys have a an April female. We got a South Point here in the lot nine. Yeah, it comes to us from Klein Cattle Enterprises, Joe Klein, a heifer that went through SSF's sale last year as a bred, Barbara Native Joe, back to South Point. And if there was a brood cow potential in the offering, this is her. She's going to be a real easy keeping female, just functionally sound and brings a lot to the table really more of a moderate frame on the angus side and then the breeding potential with south point i think somebody's going to have a a nice breeding piece here with this heifer Haley, have you worked with a stouter angus female no not really (laughs) this one's stout isn't she she has a little spice to her every now and then okay She'll be a very, very nice breeding piece. I wouldn't foresee her in the show ring, mm-hmm. but I do think that she would still hold her ground. Right. Absolutely agree. Yeah, especially with, with as stout as she is and, and as big-bodied as she is and, and the way she carries herself. Yeah, I think she could fit into just about anybody's program and be very successful. You can do a lot of things with that kind. The Lot 10... We have an April plus female, and, you know, don't overlook this one just because she's young and green, my opinion. Yeah, she's coming from the tamale cow family, back on a JF Motion bull, who is a Mona Lisa solution son that we raised. This heifer's dam is just amazing looking out in the pasture, and she reminds me a lot of her at this age. Very good side profile, moves off of her feet and legs very well, has an excellent front end on her, and she is a little greener. Mm-hmm. A younger but has a lot of potential we really like this heifer we didn't think she was quite ready for the sale but we really liked her structure and the way she moved and thought that she needed to be in there right Haley, you feed them how do you suggest somebody take this one home what do they need to do with her i think you need to push her quite a bit she might not be as interested in the feed as some of the others would be but you find something that really clicks with her and she'll eat it up Okay. Yeah, she just needs time, doesn't she? Yes, she needs some time. Right. She pretty good to work with? Yeah, she's very tame and very easy with the hair. Mm-hmm. Very, very good hair, and that's what I think is very attractive about her. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like maybe not for jackpot season, but maybe like next year during Louisville time, whenever she has some time on her and she's just kind of put together and you grow her hair to get her into the Louisville season. And I feel like she'll do some damage. So you think this one we're going to have to be a little patient with and yes. and just kind of keep bringing her along. And, and when she explodes, she's going to be there. Yes. Absolutely agree. We've got a fall female here. We've got a September here in the lot 11. We've got a purebred. Yeah, and she comes to us from the CFHHF Margie Cow family. Back to motion again. Really nice, sound, fall-born heifer. Got a really neat color. Just does a lot of things. She's big frame. Big boned, can carry herself real well, and will make somebody a very nice cow. And then coming from the Margie cow family, has calving ease on the cow side. And I think you could take this heifer and breed her just about any way you wanted to. This heifer, we've actually had her in the show ring a couple of times. Later on this fall, we've taken her out. And so she's actually very docile, very tame, and is real easy to work with. Haley, I was going to harass you a little bit about why you hadn't had her on the road, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, we've had her on the road a little bit. Okay. We did get her out a little bit. She did just fine when mm-hmm. she got out. She's a really nice colored female. And the bone structure, her back leg, and everything really fits together for her. Mm-hmm. Especially when you get her out on the move. Right. I have bone and body written down on some of my notes. Like you guys mentioned, big bone, big good footwork, and, and she's got a lot of body to her. We'll make a really good breed cow. Right. And I really think this heifer could show and do just fine. But We just, we just got to get a young person to work with her, don't we, Wayne? Yeah. <laughs> we were just running out of time or we would have had her out more often. Right. Right. Absolutely understand that. So so that's the live lots here for the No Fooling sale. Uh, tell us you went ahead and you, you added a few extra frozen lots here for this sale with, with the lot one being taken out. So we we did want to get something in the sale out of 4135 and keep her going, keep her in front of everybody. She is a Mona Lisa Sunny Deuce. Mm -hmm. And um, like we said earlier, she was lot three and lot six last year. And with having to scratch her calf, we wanted to offer heifer sexed eggs out of the ragweed bull, the Smith Family Farms ragweed bull. So we're offering four heifer sexed eggs a lot in the sale. Did you say heifer sexed eggs? Yes. Oh, my. We decided to go ahead and put that in, and then we're going to offer ragweed semen as a added lot in the sale. Mm-hmm. How much of that? Five straws. Okay. We've got some fall ragweed calves coming. Uh, Mitchell's got a ragweed on the ground now. It ended up being a bull, but we're pretty excited about these falls we've got coming this year. And we've got quite a few things bred to ragweed for next year's calf crop. Mm-hmm. Like to get him out a little bit more and get him in front of people. Right. You know, we try to do some egg buying and things like that. And we keep ending up with those bulls more often than what we want. But man, when you're going to start out, there are four sexed heifer eggs uh, to go out. And, and with the pedigree that she's got, why, why wouldn't anybody want to jump on these? 
I would agree. But the heifer, the reverse sorting has allowed a lot more of that. It's really kind of changed our industry quite a bit here in the last few years. Right. So I agree. Um, when we end up getting a package of eggs, it seems like we get an awful lot of bulls too. <laughs> Hopefully somebody would take this and have the next one, but we do have this mating coming this fall and that we're pretty excited about. Right. We actually got one of them on the ground here the other day, and it's a really cool colored calf, stout, big-footed, and the first thing I did was call Mitchell as soon as we got it on the ground. So I'm glad I got to see one of these before we put them in the sale, but... <laughs> We're pretty happy. Right. Well, that's great. And you guys have a great lineup here for uh, the sale coming up here again, Monday, September 19th. And again, it is on Willoughby Livestock Sales, WLivestock.com. Go down there, look for the No Fooling Sale, and come to the open house. If you're listening to this before the open house, which hopefully you are, come to the open house on Saturday September the 17th, going to have food and, and things going on between 4 and 8. And uh, I, I can tell you firsthand what a great place to stop and, and visit with these guys and, and look at some high-quality cattle. So, Wayne, Haley, anything else we need to know about these cattle? Just really appreciate taking the time, and we hope to, hope to see you on the 17th. And if not, we hope to hear from you on the 19th. Right. Well, there's a show up there not far from your house on the 17th. Yes, Randolph County's having their fall show, and I think they call that the Southeast Angus. Yes, right. We have room for everybody to stop by with trailer if they need to. Right, absolutely. Yeah, stop by on your way if you're you're headed west out of Winchester, and uh, that'll be a great time to, hey, you know, you're showing cattle all day, and you're, you're hot, maybe hot and tired and hungry. Hey, what a great place to stop. Stop and grab a bite to eat and look at some good cattle. It sounds good. <laughs> oh, that's great. Haley, Wayne, I uh, want to thank you and tell you I appreciate your time for putting this together again. And uh, thank you very much for hosting us. And uh, we want to wish you luck here on the sale again on uh, September the 19th. And so we want to thank you guys. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid Podcast. <laughs>